It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. First, a message from the Compliance Podcast Network sponsor, Ethico. In the intricate world of ethics and compliance, each second is precious, and slow case closures are more than just delays, they're missed opportunities. Enter Ethico. Our solution revolutionizes case management, cutting case closure times in half, and turning every challenge into a chance for improvement. Imagine a workspace where efficiency and compliance coexist harmoniously. Don't just dream of faster resolutions, make it your reality. Visit ethico.com slash cpn today to book a demo and dive into our exclusive white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance. Empower your team with the tools they deserve. Day 23, the investigative protocol. After the internal report comes in and you have properly triaged a matter, you need to scope out the investigation promptly and thoroughly with competent personnel. The ECCP, that's the 2023 version, provided a series of questions about your internal investigation. Are they properly scoped by qualified personnel? What was the investigative response? Did the company apply timing metrics to ensure responsiveness? And then the resources and tracking of the results. Are the reported uh, reporting and investigation mechanisms sufficiently funded? How has the company collected, tracked, analyzed, and used information from its reporting mechanisms? Your company should have a detailed written procedure for handling any complaint or allegation of bribery and corruption, regardless of the means through which it is communicated. The mechanism could include the internal company hotline, anonymous tips, or a report directly from the business unit involved. You can make the decision whether or not to investigate with consultation of other groups in the company, such as the audit committee of the board or the legal department. The head of the business unit in which the claim arose may also be notified that an allegation has been made and the compliance department will be handling the matter on a go-forward basis. Through the use of such detailed written procedures, you can work to ensure that there is complete transparency on the rights and obligations of all parties once an allegation is made. This allows the compliance team to have not only the flexibility, but the responsibility to deal with such matters, from which it can best assess and then decide how to manage the matter. Indeed, there are a variety of factors around giving credit to corporate investigations, including did management, the board, or committees consisting solely of outside directors oversee the review? Did the company or outside persons perform the review? If it's outside persons, have they done work for the company in other areas? If the review is conducted by outside counsel, had management previously engaged such counsel? How long in the firm's last reputation of representation of the company? How often has the law firm represented the company? How much in legal fees has been paid for the firm? In a presentation on investigative protocol, Jay Martin and Jackie Trevino said that it consisted of five components. Number one, opening and categorizing the the case. Number two, planning the investigation. Number three, executing the investigative plan. Number four, determining appropriate follow-up. And number five, closing the case. Obviously, the first step is opening and categorizing a compliance violation. You should notify the relevant individuals, including those on your investigative team and any senior management members. Under planning the investigation, you need to determine the required investigative tasks. This would include document review and interview. 
If hard drives need to be copied or documents put on hold or sequestered in any way, this needs to be done. Number three, executing the investigative plan. Under this step, the investigation should be completed. I would urge that an interviews not be affected until all documents are reviewed and ready for use in the interview. Care should be taken to ensure that appropriate upjohn warnings are issued and the interviewee clearly understands that whoever is performing the interview represents the company and not the person being interviewed. Number four, determining appropriate follow-up. At this step, the preliminary investigation should be complete and you are moving into the final phases. In some investigations, it is relatively easy to determine if the work is complete. And finally, number five, close the case. Under this final step, communicate the investigative results to the stakeholders and complete the case report. Everything done in the first four steps should be documented and stored, either in electronically or in hard copy form. The case report should be completed. This final step should be completed in less than one week. The Investigative protocol is critical to allow consistency from a variety of investigators across your organization. You may have compliance, you may have internal audit, you may have fraud risk management, you may have HR doing investigations. If you don't have a protocol in place, you can have wildly inconsistent investigations and, of course, wildly inconsistent results. So it's important that you provide a written protocol so that there's consistency literally across your organization going forward for any investigation. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, a written protocol created for an investigation is the key starting point. Number two, create steps to follow so there will be full transparency and documentation of all steps going forward. And number three, consistency in approach is critical literally across the world if you're a multinational company. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for 31 days to a more effective compliance program where we take up internal reporting and triaging of claims. The Compliance Podcast Network is sponsored this month by Ethico. Ethico is a leader for compliance champions like yourself with its ethics and compliance optimization system built to turn goals and guidelines into real ROI for your program. For more information and a special white paper, go to ethico.com slash CPN. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>